1: O artista deve morrer. O artista deve morrer. I'm on the
2: Tuesday, October the 5th, 2021, coming at you from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. It is episode number fifth of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only, the of course, WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the HQ here tonight. This is, of course, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start with our wrestling news and views here segment, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, are indeed our friends from 411mania.com. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, uh, already standing by getting a, getting our uh, uh, wrestling and pop first, our first volley, I should say, of our <clears throat> wrestling and pop culture history. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is, of course, part of the team, which brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is, of course, also a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is part owner of GSWI, the Gross Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, where he is a holder of several championships there, of course, here as well. And of course, to the one and the only, uh, the human suplex machine himself, of course, coming from Front Royal, Virginia, it is Mr. John Gross. Uh, <clears throat> of course, John, we welcome you, sir. To Revolution episode 1050. We thank you very much here, of course, here uh, for being with us here tonight. Uh, of course, we do, we are expecting more folks to pop on and should, they should be coming on here soon. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have out here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1605 562 444 caller id 138055 pound and of course the magic six numbers and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here of course this evening of course in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here of course tonight we will your our thoughts and opinions on last night's edition of monday night raw which was also of course the second night of the wwe draft we will see who got drafted into where and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you some insight as to some of the results that have come in thus far, as far as uh, NXT, of course, as they're calling it right now, NXT 2.0, which is, of course, not really, of course, as uh, surprising as it once was, but you never know. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you another update as far as our AEW US um Trivia Championship, of course, uh, poll matches, of course, posted on WCW-US Dynasty. As, as, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, all of our matches lined up there. And hopefully, like I said, you continue to to proceed to WCW-US Dynasty and, of course, get your voting in right there. Of course, be, more be discussed about that here coming up here a little bit later in the show. In the meantime, I like do see on the cl- time t- on the wall, it is exactly 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would say this is Tuesday, October fifth, two thousand twenty-one. Let's now proceed directly to 411mania.com and bring you, of course, some of the uh, bring you, of course, some of the stories, of course, that they have up here for us. Uh, the WWS Radio Network hereby thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network for allowed to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution. Also, of course, on Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WWUS this morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And hopefully we get some more of our shows back up and going here as we have several more months to go before the end of the year. We hope to, of course, try to get some of these other shows up and going here. Hopefully very, very, very soon, of course apply for 11 mania uh in several other categories other than wrestling um and pop culture of course so there are other uh categories of interest here and we will of course try to bring all those here into light here uh <clears throat> indeed of, of course throughout, rather of course the remainder of the year <coughs> sorry about that ladies and gentlemen let's bring our wrestling story of course here of the evening Jeremy told this story right here, as we have some results from tonight's edition of NWA Power, as apparently Nick Aldis gets betrayed, and of course much more. Uh, the latest episode of NWA Power saw Nick Aldis betrayed by those he trusted, Kylie Ray in action, of course, and more. Here are the results from the sh- from the show, which did air on Fight TV, of course, coming in per fightful. First off, it- Interview champion Camille, also the Pope, and also the current world heavyweight champion Trevor Buck And in the Lucha Scramble, as well as L- the L- El Begotten and team of Marsh Rocket and Slice Boogie. And also Jr. Kratos cuts a promo on Aaron Stevens. Of course, in case you don't know who Aaron Stevens is, he was in WWE as Damian Sandow. Uh, James Storm did defeat Judas, Allison Kaye, Kylie Ray and Lady Frost to a triple threat match. Kylie Ray did defeat Allison Kay and Lady Frost. Jordan Clearwater gets an NWA TV title match against Tyrus. Nick Aldis and Tim Storm defeat the team of Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis. Camille, Latimer, and Adonis turn on Aldis who leaves on a stretcher. So apparently, like I said, uh, Looks like um, apparently all this big, big gold belt now. Apparently, he was probably with We will, of course, have to see what all this, how this will all develop. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As Court Bauer, uh, thanks to fans, talent, and crew, and more, ahead of Major League Wrestling's Vice TV debut, Major League makes its debut on Vice TV on Thursday and Core Bauer took to social media to issue uh, banks uh, for the promotion success. The Major League Wrestling owner posted to Twitter ahead of the Ma- Major League Wrestling Fightland special on Vice, writing the following. Four years ago today, we brought at Major League Wrestling MLW back. This pick was taken as I walked into the building for our first show. I never imagined hashtag one shot would it, would ignite a new era for Major League Wrestling. Four years later, our biggest broadcast in history goes down with Thursday's hashtag filing on at Vite. To the amazing fans who spread the word to support us, thank you. To the brilliant talent who always go go above and beyond working so darn hard, thank you. Didn't say darn, but I just improvised. To the hardware dedicated crew working long days, thank you. And to the press who covered the good and the bad, thank you so good sentiment of course there indeed from the owner of major league wrestling and there indeed so and you don't you don't hear a whole lot of praise in uh, as far as wrestling owners and promoters given of course everyone involved in making the company a success but uh, but of course obviously uh, of course obviously the only one right now that doesn't seem to really be doing a a lot of that right now is Vince McMahon. But, uh, but of course, like I said, you you, you never know how they a leper can never change his spots. Jeremy Thomas, this story, a second name is reportedly set for the Women of Wrestling relaunch. A new report has revealed the second W.O.W. Women of Wrestling veteran, who is returning for the promotions re launch reported yesterday the women's wrestling promotion is set to announce their return with Tessa Blanchard making her return to the company. At the time, it was known that a second veteran of the company's roster was returning as well. Now, Fightful Sled reports that the second name is that of the Beast, also known as Twana Barnett Ferguson. Ferguson is a woman who took the W.O.W. World Champion Jim Blanchard in May of 2019 and held it through the promotion's last match to date, which took place on October 12, 2019 at LA Comic Con. Beast defeated Faith the Lioness, who is now a developmental talent for WWE in that match. The press conference is reportedly set to take place tomorrow. So, if we get more information about that, we will definitely, of course, pass that along to you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I will go and point out that spoilers for this week's edition of 205 Live have been, have been posted, but, I, but of course, as always, with respect to, of course, keeping the element of surprise, I will not reveal those. Uh, I will not reveal the spoilers at all. Let everyone just take a look look for, for themselves. 411 Mania, of course, obviously is providing live coverage tonight. Of, of the episode of NXT 2.0. So if you want to check out, see what they're having to say, please feel free to, of course, check it out. Uh, <clears throat> please feel free to, of course, like I said, check out what that what the guys at 411 Mania have to say about tonight's edition of NXT. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as Dana Brooke seemingly reacts to Corey Graves' comments during her match in Raw. Corey Graves drew some attention on, online for comments he made during Dana Brooks' Raw match, and Brooke now appears to have posted a response. Brooke faced Shayna Baszler in a losing effort on last night's show, and during the match, Graves talked about how Brooke hasn't reached her potential in WWE. He said, I'm all for giving people time to develop, giving people to realize their potential, but on a long enough timeline, you got to cut your losses. A bit later, he continues saying, you can give me a chest full of tools. That doesn't mean I can build you a house, okay? It's a matter of putting things together, and Dana Brooke, in my opinion, is, is hasn't exactly done that. As the Daily WWE news, news Twitter, Brooke posted to her Instagram stories, which is now gone with another read the following. You cannot entertain everything regardless if it's indirect or direct. Let people do what they do best. Talk. Y'all like y'all gonna die because somebody said something about you. It's he cannot stop and throw stones at every dog that barks. Once you entertain a clown, you become one. You the clown, I'm the queen. I keep pushing through. Watch we work. Of course, there are there are screens. There are of course uh, uh, screenshots uh, plus clips of the match. Of course, in the tweets right there. And also, of course, I actually did actually happen to notice this. And this is also after court did have to submit to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler was about to, I think, actually uh, injure Dana Brooke a little bit further. It hadn't been for, of course, everyone who everyone knows now is Dewdrop. I'm still going to call her by her real name, which is Piper Niven. <clears throat> so. So apparently, like says, so like Corey Graves kind of stepped on a few toes here a little bit. But, but like I said, uh, in my own personal opinion, as I've always said right there going to be somebody like Bobby the Brain Heenan, like JBL, like Jared the King Lawler, Jesse the Body Ventura, and he is never really going. To, he's never going to reach that potential, no matter how much, no matter how much, uh, no matter how big a mouth he has. He's always going to remain a douchebag, kissing so much tail it is not funny. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as the main event was changed for tonight's NXT match for the tag team titles. The main event for tonight's WWE NXT has been changed from an eight-man tag to a four-way tag team title bout. WWE announced on Tuesday that MSK will defend the tag team titles against the teams of Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, the Grizzle Young Veterans, and the team of Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams in a fatal four-way match. The match was originally sent to Team MSK with Briggs and Jensen against the Grizzle Young Veterans, as well as Williams. It was also announced that Joe Gacy will face Aikman Giro on tonight's show, which, of course, did air about like an hour ago, of course, on USA Network. And Poor Love Mania, as we said, of course, is currently providing live coverage of tonight's show. So you can listen to, as I said, you can listen to what they, of course, have to say. <clears throat> of course jeremy thomas also posted this as a as a course, ladies and gentlemen this week's edition of aew this, of course is officially online the live stream is online for this week's episode of dark you can check out the video right here on this page it did kick off about a couple hours ago and the following card was as follows ad kingston took on anthony henry baron black austin green aaron fry and dean alexander took on FTR, Wardlow, and Sean Spears. Abaddon took on Valentina, Valentina Rossi. Eric Lockhart took on Dancia with 2.0 in his corner. The Claim took on Michael Martinez and Barry Morales. Nick Comoroto with, of course, The Factory in his, his corner, took on Orange Cassidy with Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuda in his corner. Uh, Hunter Knott, Rosario Grillo, and Cameron Stewart took on The Gun Club. Maddie Renkowski took on Sky Blue. Serpentico, with Luther in his corner, took on Marco Stunt. The Wingmen's Pretty Peter Avalon and Nemeth took on the Varsity Blondes, with of course Julia Hart in their corner. Cal Hero took on Sunny Kiss. Zada Zang took on, uh, and Zada Zang took on uh, Chris Statlander. Of course, Chris Statlander continuing to improve and all that. uh, And of course, I'm sure she is. Looking forward for the opportunity to possibly be gotten once again go after that women's title, even if it's not Britt Baker, which hopefully at some point down the road she does end up losing the note. I think I really do want her want her to really drop it. So but of course sometime down the road we will see of course what will happen there. Jeremy Thomas posted this story tonight as the Road to AEW Dynamite previews Sammy Gravera versus Bobby Fish and of course more. AEW Dynamite celebrates its second anniversary tomorrow, and the new Road to Preview looks at Bobby Fish's AEW debut and more. The video is right here on this page, which will hype up this week's episode. And also, I will go ahead and I will go ahead and point out, we did post this video as well as the episode of AEW Dark on the AEW US page. So if anyone wants to go back and look at that, please, please feel free to do so, because we're always... Posted a lot of great AEW moments on there, so definitely please check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As WWE Raw ratings hits 4 for the draft, and the viewership, surprisingly enough, was up. The WWE draft gave this week's Raw a ratings bounce to its best numbers of the fall TV season. Monday night's episode of Raw drew a 0.52 rating in the 1849 demographic and 1.857 million viewers up 8.3% and 8.7% respectively from last week's 0.48 demo rating and 1.709 million. The rating was the best for the show since the set The show, also drew a 0.52. While the audience was the the best since the August 30th episodes, 1.907 million viewers raw is averaging a 0.526 demo rating and 1.799 million viewers in 2021 down from a 0.59 demo rating and 1.93 million for the same time period last year raw ranked number six among cable originals uh, 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 um, last night per show buzz daily with, of course, all of ESPN's NFL coverage from the kickoff show, the Sports Center claiming the top five spots. I don't think that was really too surprising. The hourly numbers were, of course, at eight o'clock, the 8 o'clock hour, 0.54 and 1.949 million viewers. The 9 o'clock hour, 0.54 and 1.902 million viewers. And the 10 o'clock hour, 0.48 demo rating, 1.721 million viewers. Our next story here, folks. We this is a story. We've, this is a story we've been talking about here, on of course uh, numerous occasions here. Hopefully, we can. Okay, here we go. I think we're getting. Okay, I think we're here. We go. Okay, Jeffrey Harris posted this story, as we have a health date on Brian, and also even recently, sadly, even recently, suffered a fall in the rehab facility. As previously noted, former WCW and WWE star Brian Knobs of the Nasty Boys was recently hospitalized due to multiple health issues, including a problem with his stomach. A GoFundMe account was set up to help deal with his mounting medical bills. Earlier this week, an update was posted to the GoFundMe saying that Knobs, his real name is Brian uh, Yanitz, suffered a fall at a physical rehab facility recently. According to the update, Knobs broke his clavicle and cracked his head during the fall, which required nine stitches. <clears throat> He's now looking to be moved to a more adequate rehab center to help him with his physical and mental and medical needs. His GoFundMe handlers are also requested for additional help due to Brian's mounting personal and medical bills and to help him move to a better rehab facility. Of course, on behalf of both 411 Mania and And everyone here at the WCWS Radio Network, we send our best wishes to, of course, Mr. Knobs for a full recovery, indeed. And of course, like I said, we hate to we hate to lose another wrestling legend, but we'll just have we we continue to send our prayers out to his uh, family and friends. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here uh, tonight as Austin Theory shares a WWE Raw selfie with Jeff Hardy. Newly drafted WWE Raw superstar Austin Theory appeared on last night's Raw, assaulting Jeff Hardy and taking a selfie photo with Hardy's unconscious body. This was after Hardy had lost a match with Damien Priest for the U.S. title. Theory later shared his selfie photos from Raw last night on Twitter. Austin Theory noted in the caption, First night on hashtag WWE Raw, I got a selfie with at Jeff Hardy brand. You can check out his tweet of the segment right here. Uh, his real name, Austin White, same person, which of course it pretty much said the same thing. And this of course came after of course, uh, Damian, Jeff Hardy took on Damian Priest for the uh, U.S. title. Jeffrey Harris posted this story as Britt Baker ad- apparently addresses WWE's interest in signing her says it wasn't a mutual thing. As previously reported, new AEW star Adam Cole recently revealed to Renee Paquette on oral sessions that NXT had interest in bringing in his real-life girlfriend, the current AEW Women's World Champion, who she shouldn't be, and as Dr. Uh, Dr. You know what Baker. Baker discussed the topic this week on this week with Misha Tate and Renee Paquette on the Throwing Down podcast. Baker noted that while WWE did let her know they had interest in signing her for the mutual. Baker said, stated the following via fight "It's It's no secret. Adam has uh, has already said it. That, that cat is out of the bag and I'm not going to get in trouble. Bibby was definitely poking the bear a little bit through him recently when I was still with the AEW. we were interested in her without teetering the line of contract tampering. They definitely let me know that they had interest in me but it wasn't a mutual thing. I'm very happy with the AEW and thankful for the opportunities and this, this is where I'll say uh, the Throwing Down podcast, with of course Renee Paquette and Misha Tate. Uh, of course, you can check out the uh, interview they did with Britt Baker. On uh, of course, on uh, if you have access to uh, Apple Podcast, you can uh, check that out. Of course, right there. Uh, one more quick note that Britt Baker did reportedly sign a contract with the extension with AEW actually last month. So apparently, she's going to be there for quite some time. And at some point down the road, we just hope and pray, pray that someone as the champion That's all I gotta say. Jeffrey Harris posted this story as Lana talks about WWE brass and Vince McMahon calling her about changing her hair color. During a recent virtual signing event with East Coast Autographs, former uh, WWE superstar Lana, whose author, real name is CJ Perry, discussed issues with her hair color and. WWE. Michael Hayes, and Vince McMahon, not liking it when she changed her hair color. Here are some highlights via Pipel. Lana on on being discouraged about her hair color from Michael Hayes, and Vince McMahon, when she colored it blue. Lana says I wore blue hair one time. Lana recalled during a virtual signing with East Coast Autograph Auctions. I showed up with blue. I colored my hair blue with like a shampoo. I was bored, probably going through an identity crisis. So I did my hair blue. Michael Hayes walked up to me to me it's like what are you doing i don't know it matches my costume he's like no 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 i showed up with blonde hair the next day he's like i look great so there you go i also got a call the missing man about the blue hair i'll have to be blonde forever i'm getting a call when she had light brown hair for the royal rumble last year lana says i had like light brown hair and what i did for the royal rumble last year i got a call i was told that wasn't lana i had to put my hair hair and a ponytail. I had to go lighter, and I couldn't wear the color gold. I had to wear the color pink only. I had little boy cut shorts, and they were like, no, 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 you have to wear the little tights. Lana had been teasing, potentially jumping over to AEW soon, where her, of course husband Miro, who was, who was formerly known for Rusev, currently works. She recently confronted AEW wrestler Sammy Guevara at the Legends of the Ring convention, after the Spanish God defeated Miro to win the, um, uh, win the course. Uh, title: She received her wb release back in June. It remains to be seen if the 36-year-old will be making her AEW debut debut anytime uh, soon. So you can definitely, of course, uh, you can definitely, of course, check that out. And one more quick story here, folks: some WWE news from Jeffrey Harris: an updated list of the draft free agents, and also some full raw. Video- Video as noted, there were a number of undrafted stars from the WWE draft who are now classified as free agents, such as Brock Lesnar, Bailey, and others. Also, WWE.com noted that, that at the conclusion of the draft, any undrafted superstars were immediately declared free agents with the freedom to sign with the brand of their choosing. Here's the updated list of the undrafted free agents following last night's Raw. And here, of course, here they are. Brock Lesnar, Bailey, Oscar, Elias. Even Graham Medalique, Lynn Dorado, Lacey Evans, Shane McMahon, Slapjack, Titus O'Neill, John Cena, and Harry Smith. Of course, the son of David Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Of course, also there are some full are some video highlights from last night's edition of Raw. And also, of course, uh Raw Talk. So there's a lot of videos right there. So you can definitely check out some of the videos, of course, including, of course, the one involving new and the Basler, and also the one with Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair showing up in the ring together, and all that stuff. So, so there you have it, right there, folks. With some, of the, with some rest some the stories there. We do, of course, as always, thank our friends at Four Eleven Mania for allowing us to read their to read all to read their stories. Of course, as always, <clears throat> of course, we do give kudos to our two thousand and seventeen Hall of New Tag teams. Who is of course King and WO Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS radio network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor <clears throat> nor have we ever never have we ever tried to do that at all in the past six years. Now let's see what John has here for our first volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today, October the 5th. We start with the wrestling portion, of course, on the day in 1985. Saturday night's main event, too, took place from East Rutherford, New Jersey at the Brendan Byrne Arena. The show took place on October 3rd, 1985, and it but it aired two days later. The event aired on NBC and drew an 8.3 rating. During the broadcast, Uncle Elmer was legitimately married to Joyce uh, uh, the rest of the matches went as followed. Hulk Hogan defeated Nikolai Volkoff in a flag match to retain the WWF title. Uncle Elmer defeated Jerry Valiant in 12 seconds. Paul Orndorff fought Roddy Piper to a double countout. Andre the Giant and Tony Atlas defeated King Kong Bundy and Big John Stud by DQ. The Dream Team defeated Lanny Popo and Tony Guerrero to retain the tag team titles. On the date in 1997, actually two things had on the First off, number one, Brian Pillman sadly was found dead in Bloomington, Minnesota, where Pillman had stayed the previous night. Jim Cornette was instructed to find the whereabouts of Pillman. He contacted the Budget Motel. Pillman was found dead in his hotel room by the maids earlier that day at 109 p.m. Eastern. He was, I believe, uh, uh, John, we need to find out how old exactly Brian Pillman was. you, You typed so I don't know what that I don't know. My need to try to emphasize on that, please. An autopsy attributed Pillman's death to a heart attack. Stone Cold Steve Austin explained that this was caused by previously by, by by previously known heart disease a condition that also led to the death of Pillman's father. As you know, of course, Pillman was best known for his WCW and WWF days, and even in ECW, he debuted in November of 1986. began of course, began his wrestling career in the Hart Calgary Stampede Wrestling Promotion after ending his football career. Between October 1991 and February 1992, he held the short-lived WCW light heavyweight title and formed a tag team with Steve Austin, known as the Hollywood Blondes, and then captured the tag team titles on March 27, 1993. After the duo broke up, Pillman had a brief stint in ECW 1994, but did return to WCW in 1995 as a member of the Four Horsemen, until leaving WCW for good in 1996. And joined Easton where he cut a pipe bomb promo on Eric Bischoff, and threatened him to whip out his Johnson to urinate in the ring. He also stabbed a fan with a pin. Later that year, Pimman was in a severe car accident after falling asleep while driving his Hummer H1 in Kentucky and driving into a tree trunk. He was put in car for a week and suffered a broken ankle, forcing the doctors to fuse it together in a fixed walking position, and thus forcing Pivman to abandon his high flying wrestling style for a more More grounded. Pillman went on to sign a contract with the WWF later that year and made his debut at the 1996 King of the Ring and formed an alliance with his former Hollywood blonde friend, Stone Cold Steve Austin. But Austin turned on Pillman and Pillman and kind of, in a way, Pillmanized his ankle. Pillman returned to the WWF later in 97 and joined the Hart Foundation, where he engaged in a feud with Goldust, stealing Goldust's wife, Marlena. During the feud with Goldust, Pillman had segments called Brian Pillman's Triple Xbox, which Marlena was forced to wear sexually provocative clothing. His final WWF televised match would be on October 4th, 1997 where he took on of course, the Patriot. As you know, Pillman's son, Brian Pillman Jr. currently works for the AEW roster. He's one half of the varsity blondes. Uh, WWF presented bad blood, of course, in your house that same day where Pillman was scheduled to face dude love in a Falls Count Anywhere match. 21,151 work with 240,000 buy rates watching on paper. The Nation of Domination defeated the Legion in a three-on-two handicap match. Max Mini and Nova defeated Mosaic and Tarantula. This was supposed to be a match between uh, Brian Brian Pillman and Dude Love, but since Pillman's Pillman's passing, the match changed. The Goblins defeated the Headbangers to win the tag team titles. Owen Hart defeated Farouk to regain the vacated Intercontinental title. The Disciples of Apocalypse Los Periquas in an eight-man tag team match. Bret Hart and the British Bulldog defeated the Patriot Invader in a flag tag team match, and in the main event, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker faced off in the first ever Hell in the Cell match. Towards the end of the match, both Michaels and Undertaker stepped outside the cell after Michaels had beaten up a cameraman. The cameraman was taken backstage, giving Michaels and Undertaker free reign to fight outside the cell. Undertaker blooded up Michaels by rounding his face into the cage. Both men climbed to the cage where the undertaker gained the advantage. Undertaker kicked his hand in the f- in the, in, in, with his foot and Michaels fell through the Spanish announce table. Both men returned to the ring with the undertaker closing in on victory and the lights went out and a mysterious music played followed by a red light. Paul Bear brought the undertaker's brother Kane a man who Paul Bear promised at era revealed that the undertaker set Kane on fire on June 30th, 1997. Kane stood in the ring and and with the mad face face of The Undertaker, Kane set off his pyros and tombstone his brother to the mat, giving Shawn Michaels the victory. The Hell in a Cell match was given a five-star match rating by Dave Meltzer, which would have been the last WWF slash WWE match to receive that until July 17th, 2011, when of course Cena defeated the battle CM Punk for the WWE title. On his day 1998, of course, we talked about this last week, it's happened in the hospital with Vince McMahon, and there of course the man at Man, Candice Sako, and Stone Cold Steve Austin make an unexpected house call attacking McMahon and hitting him with a bedpan. On a state in 1999, at SmackDown taping in Uniondale, New York, Darren Drosdoff was paralyzed following an accident in a match against D'Lo Brown. On the state in 2004, Carlito made his WWE debut to defeat John Cena to win the U.S. title. The match was taped and was on the air on October 7, 2004. On the state in 2008, The WWE presented No Mercy from the Rose Garden in Portland, Oregon. 9,527 people were in attendance with 261,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's a slight down from 271,000 the previous year, and this is the last pay-per-view No Mercy until uh, 2016. The Clones defeated Morrison and The Miz in a dark tag match. Matt Hardy defeated Mark Henry to retain the ECW title. Beth Phoenix defeated Candice Michelle to retain the women's title. Mysterio, defeated by DQ, had Mysterio lost, he would have had to unmask. Batista defeated JBL in the number one contenders match of the world heavyweight title. The Big Show defeated The Undertaker by technical knockout. Triple H defeated Jeff Hardy to, re- to retain the WWE title. And Chris Jericho defeated Shawn Michaels in the latter match to retain the world heavyweight title. On a stage in 2009 on Raw from Winsbury, Pennsylvania, this Wins his first singles title by defending Kofi Kingston to win the title. Also guest host in the show was Pittsburgh Steeler Ben Roethlisberger. Of course, we want to wish a very happy uh, 35th birthday to Joaquin Wild. Happy 46th birthday to Shogo Tanaki. Happy 55th birthday to, of course, uh, we talked about Marlena, her real name, Terry Reynolds. Of course, the ex-wife, of course, of of Dustin Rhodes. Some pop culture history and birthdays here. On the same 1450, the Jews from Lower Bavaria uh, by order of Ludwig the Ninth. 1789, the women of Paris marched to, to Versailles in the march on Versailles to confront uh, Louis XVI about his refusal to pro- promulgate the decrees on the uh, ab- abolition of abolition. Uh, feudalism, the man bred, and had the king and his court moved to Paris. Also on that same day, Christianity is disaster dis- in France. On state 1796, Spain declares war on England. On the 1813, the battle of the Tame the the tame, the Time, the Thames River. American forces under William Henry Harrison defeat Texumas Confederacy and their British allies led by Henry Proctor near Chatham in Upper Canada. On a state 1857, the city of Anaheim, California is founded. On St. 1862, Battle of Hatchie Bridge, Tennessee. Confederate forces avoid capture by the Union Army. Federal fleet occupies Galveston, Texas, of course, all on that same day. 1869, on this date, a tunnel under St. Anthony Falls, Minnesota collapses, threatening the Minneapolis Riverfront. On the day 1908, the White Sox beat the Detroit Tigers 6-1. This is Ed Walsh's 40th victory of the Major League Baseball season. Forces pennant race to the final of the day. 1912, the Red Sox beat the Athletics 3-0 for the 105th win of the Major League Baseball season, an American League record until the 1927 uh, Yankees did it with it 110. 1912, on, also on the state, the Highlanders beat Washington 8-6. Brooklyn Dodgers' last game as Washington, at Washington Park as they lose 1-0 versus, of course, the New York Giants. 1915, Ty Cops sealed his 96th base of the season, O loss to the Cleveland Indians, stands as Major League Baseball record until 47 years later, which is 1962. On his day 1921, the first Baseball World Series radio broadcast Yanks beat the Giants 3-0 at the Polo Grounds. 1922, the Yankees and the Giants play out a controversial 3-3 tie in 10 innings in Game 2 of the Baseball World Series at Polo Grounds, Manhattan, New York Giants win series 4-0. I want to say 1932, the Detroit Falcons officially change their name to the Detroit Red Wings, and the winged wheel is introduced. The previous name was known as the Cougars. I want say in 19... Uh, Forty-one, the Brooklyn Dodgers catcher Mickey Owens drops a third strike and Tom and Tom Hedrick reaches first safely for Yankees for a famous baseball World Series error one that one one would win the last out to reiterate about the Brian Pillman situation and Brian Pillman was 35 when he passed John accidentally typed the letter T in there for some reason and so but thank you John I appreciate that and say Yankees score four and win seven to four as they win the World Series four to one. On say 1942, the Cardinals win the win the club's fourth baseball World Series as they beat the Yankees 42 in game five at Yankee Stadium for 4 1 victory. On say 1947, Harry Truman makes the first presidential address televised in the house. On his day in 1953, the Yankees beat the Brooklyn Dodgers 43 in the 50th baseball World Series. On a state 1956, Yogi Berra becomes the fourth New York Yankee to hit a Baseball World Series Grand Slam in Game Two at Eb, Eb, at, <clears throat> at Ebbett's Field in Brooklyn. Dodgers win Pina 8 but lose the series 4 to 3. On a state 1957, the All Stars beat the Donald Canadian three in the 11th All Star Game. On a 1962, the Beatles released their first record called Love Me Do. And Dr. No, which was the first James Bond film based on a novel by Ian Fleming and starring the late Sean Connery and Ursula Andrus, premieres in London. On a state 1963, the Toronto Maple Leafs tied the All Stars 3 3. On a state 1969, Monty Python's Flying Circus begins airing on BBC. On a state 1970, PBS becomes the United States, becomes the official network, and the Orioles beat the Minnesota Twins in the Major League Baseball American League Championship Series. And the Cincinnati Reds beat the Pirates to capture the National League Championship. On say 1973, the song Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road by Elton John is officially released. On say 1982, the first regular season NHL game is played in New Jersey as the Devils play a 3 3 tie against the Pittsburgh Penguins at Brendan Byrne Arena. Don Lev scores first for the Devils. 1983, Wayne Gretzky scores a goal on the a 5 4 win over Toronto. In the Oilers season opener, he starts an NHL record 51 game scoring streak. It ends on January 28, 1984. On say 1986, Eric Dickerson runs NFL overtime record 42 yard touchdown as Los Angeles defeats the Tampa Bay Bucks 26 20 at Anaheim Stadium. Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, uh, Let's see uh OK, on a state of 1990 the Pittsburgh Penguins left wing Kevin Stevens has two goals and four assists and seven4 opening night win against the Washington Capitals at Capitol Center to set NHL record for most points in the season opener. on a state of 1992 the first overturn of a George H.W Bush veto on a state of 1994 the NBA shortens the three-point distance to a uniform 22 feet. In an attempt to help offensive players score more, Michael Je- Michael Jordan sets career highs in three-point attempts and converted three-point field goals, nearly doubled the previous statistics. State 1986, the Indians strike out 23 Baltimore Orioles in 12 innings and 4-3 ALDS win at Jacobs Field. The Orioles win 3-1. 3-1. Williams from the New York Yankees. Homers from each side of the plate as the Yankees beat Texas 6-4 to four to win the AL Division Series. On a state in 2000, that was 3-1, to one, by the way. On a state 2001, a first victim is taken in the 2001 Anthrax attacks. Also on that same day, Barry Bonds breaks Mark McGuire's 1998 record by hitting 71st and 72nd home run in an 11-10 loss to Los Angeles also on that same day, the Braves become the first pro sports team to win 10 straight division titles after mauling the Marlins 20-3 <coughs> to, to clinch the National League East title, NBA's Boston Celtics from 1957 to 65, and L.A. Lakers from 82 and 90, both won nine in a row. On the state in 2002 for the first time in its 42-year-old 42, 42 history, the Anaheim Angels win a postseason series by defeating the Yankees 9-5 to take the ALDS 3-1. On a say in 2003, the Chicago Cubs win their first Major League Baseball postseason series since the 1908 World Series. On a state in 2005, the NHL opens regular season after a 10-month lockout of the entire 2004-2005 season. On a date in 2014, a first F1 death occurs with uh, Jules Bianchi colliding with a recovery vehicle during the Japanese Grand Prix. is the first F1 death since 1994 when uh, Ayrton Senna dies. On this date last year, Donald leaves the Walter Reed National Military Hospital while he is still infectious with the infamous virus and he returns to the White House. Today we wish a very happy 45th birthday to actress Kent who played rose in the famous movie titanic in 1997 today would have been the 64th birthday of legendary actor and comedian bernie mack happy 73rd birthday to acdc vocalist brian johnson today would have been the 192nd birthday of, of chester a Arthur, the 21st president of the united states the movie training day was released in 2001 On this, uh, some NASCAR history on the state in 2003, Ryan Newman wins the race at Kansas. 1997 on the state, Dale Jarrett wins the race in Charlotte. I was 1992, Jeffrey Bonine wins at the famous North Wilkesboro track, sadly it's no longer being used but that was a great racetrack indeed. <coughs> I was saying 1980, 1986 Dale Earnhardt senior wins in Sharp also he dell senior also wins in charlotte on this date in 1980 and that's all john has for the first volley of our wrestling and pop culture report John, we thank you very much there sir and also we want to again, want to thank 411 mania for tonight's wrestling uh I'm wrestling news and views here for this evening 9:43 p.m. Uh, eastern time ladies and gentlemen of course, this is Tuesday, uh, October the 5th, 2021. WCWS Revolution, of course, episode number 1050, 1605 562 Caller, 13055-pound. <clears throat> Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw coming at you from the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. And also, the human suplex machine, John Gross, coming at you from Front Royal, Virginia, here tonight as well. We have a couple of gentlemen standing by here. Let's go ahead and bring them in here, of course, right now. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, the in here is a three time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team which brings you both WCWS Real on Monday afternoons and WCWS Sports Machine every Friday afternoon, right here, of course, on Talk Shoe. He's also a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's a man that does tell it like it is when it comes to wrestling, sports, and everything, of course, here uh, in between. And he's also proven time and time again, ladies and gentlemen, he can do it all. He can tell it like it is, even, of course, if he's not wearing any pants. And the second, of course, that we have here with us here tonight, he is... He is the general manager of WCW US Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook. He also provides, of course, wrestling and pop, culture, history, and birthdays on, on both here, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh fan, fan empire and also entertainment cavalcade. Also, of course, here, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, he is a multiple time title championship series, as well as, of course, also in of course here as well and also of course i would tell you what he has on tonight but unfortunately here i cannot tell because apparently he must have a bad video connection or something because apparently it's not working Um, but uh but i will of course i will of course say like i said uh he he does he, he does have is of course known here as the man with the golden voice that time and time again. and Of course, whenever you see him walking up and down the streets of of Indianapolis, Indiana, you, of course, you'll, you'll be able to notice that his likeness to both Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie at the same time, because a lot of times he'll do something just like this. Hello. Ooh, 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 ooh. So ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome, and I will bring him in uh, to episode 1050 of Corsair Revolution. First off, let's bring in and Fleming, and also, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring in the Iceman, Jared DeGromo, JD, and Justin. Welcome to 1050 of Revolution. You have myself and John here. Thank you for, here, for being here with us. Hey, Chad. Hi. Right. Um. JD, I am not I didn't, I didn't know you. Were. I didn't know that you were. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, what, what what what'd you hear, Chad? What'd you hear?
2: I heard the meet the Spartans thing where uh the, I'm not gay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but uh but we do thank of course you and JD for being here, of course, with us here tonight. Uh let's of course before we let uh I know JD's got a lot of stuff on his mind, let me go ahead and bring uh uh to get us started with, of course, some discussion about what happened last night here let me go ahead and start with uh john's here because john's got several things he has mentioned first off he says it was it was it was pretty much a surprisingly a, a surprising interesting a surprisingly draft i guess john you were trying to probably say interesting right i guess you were trying to say john says he was glad that, he, that you that you're going to get to see becky lynch seth rollins the street profits edge kevin owens and that new guy gable uh Johnson, not Stevenson, it's Stevenson, uh, go to uh, Monday Night Raw. Also interesting, of course, good match between Charlotte and Bianca, but Becky and Sasha did interfere in the match, but nevertheless, it was was good. But, of course, John did say Raw does continue to stink again, and that is pretty much his thoughts about it here um, as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard the word, JD just proved it to the whole world. He just that he is definitely not gay. <laughs> Shit, hole. Shit hole. Yeah, well, well that too. So. Anyway, um, before we get to Justin's thoughts about Raw, I know JD does have a lot that he, want, that he needs to probably get off his chest. So we're going to go ahead and let turn it over here to him and uh, let him go ahead and get a few things off his off his, off his mind, off his chest, off of anything else. Let's hope he has Taking off. Whoa! Uh, JD, go ahead and uh, I'll be sitting back here just listening to what you got to say. So please go ahead here and see what, what do you have here to bring us here tonight. Monday's
4: WWE Raw television oh. show averaged 1.857 million viewers, according to showbuzzdaily.com. Viewership was up from 1.709 from last week. Rod delivered a .52 in the 18-49 demographic off on last week's .548 rating. Monday Night Football won the night hour, 12.31 million viewers, however, between L.A. Chargers and the Raiders of Las Vegas. The Chargers were up 21-0 at halftime, went on to win 28-14. The first hour did 1.949, or almost 1.95 million viewers. Hour 2 did 1.90, and the final hour of the show, however, mind you, averaged 1.72 million viewers. Meanwhile, tonight on NXT however, 2.0, however, it was announced Halloween Havoc will be returning in three weeks, however, and Tommaso Ciampa, however, demanded that someone have, quote, the balls to come out and challenge him for the ch- show, however, which brought out Braun Breaker. Breaker challenged champion, oh, okay, said, champion for the show and the champion agreed. Later on in the show, Joe Gacy said he wanted to be part of the match as well, and Ciampa said that if Gacy can beat him next week, then he will be added to the match as well. Meanwhile, however, in baseball news, however, mind you, however, there is a one-game playoff going on, however, tonight between the Yankees and the Red Sox. And right now, after five innings, however, the Red Sox are in control, three to nothing. Should the Red Sox win, however, mind you, however, they will go on to face, however, the Snake and Neil Patel's team, Patel's team, however, Tampa Bay, and the Yankees and Jack's team will be going home for the winter until next season. Meanwhile, in the National League, however, St. Louis and Los Angeles will be playing tomorrow night in Los Angeles, however, in a one-game playoff as well. However, the other playoff games, however, of note, are this, however. First off, however, uh, on Thursday, however, it will be the Chicago White Sox, however, taking on the Houston Astros at 4 o'clock. And, of course, the winner of the Red Sox uh, Yankee game will be playing in Tampa Bay at 8 o'clock. Meanwhile, on Friday, however, the Atlanta Braves, however, will open up their playoff hopes, however, against Milwaukee, if you will. San Francisco will also open up their playoff home game, if you will, on Friday night, however, if you will. San Francisco Giants, that is. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, it was a very interesting, let's just say, after Raw show, however, last night, however, following what went on in Nashville. As a result, however, if you will, however, WWE added some more names, as did SmackDown, following the SmackDown show, however, last night. In addition to what happened, however, here are the latest picks, how that have been announced, however. Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Root, Jackson, Cobra Commander, Cracker Riker, Beer, Mia Yim, Tamina, Tina Knox, Hedrick Alexander, Sheldon Benzerman, The Hurt Business, and The Miz all went to Raw. If you'll yes, the Dirty Dogs went to Raw. Meanwhile, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia, Jinder Mahal, and Shanky, however, went to SmackDown, however. Uh, Meanwhile, however, if you will, however, some sad news uh, to report here, if you will. Alan Coulter, the late-night talk show host, however, for many years, however, with his uh, sense of humor, however, and was the voice of David Letterman for many years, passed away, sadly yesterday at the age of seventy eight. He died at a hospital in Sanford, Connecticut, and death was an point by Rabbi Joshua Hammerman of Temple Beth Alice in Sanford, Connecticut earlier today that mister Uh Coulter attended, however. Letterman of course made a very emotional tribute to him earlier this afternoon, however, in honoring his former late night talk show host, good friend, if you Yes, it is said Justin, I agree with you as well. Um, let's see, other news to report here, Um not much else to report, I will talk about, however, oh yes, I did, I did have one other thing to report, what am I saying, yes, I did have something to say, <laughs> hold on a second, give me a minute here, da 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 oh yes, however, the viewership last week, however, for the night after extreme rules was 1.709 down from 1.793, Monday Night Football won the night with twelve point nine million viewers however. The first hour did one point eight one eight however or almost one point eight two. Hour two did one point seven one four or one point one seven and a half hour. The September twenty eighth edition of Raw delivered one point eight two million viewers for the night after Clash of the Champions. The final hour of the show did one point five nine six for almost one point six million viewers. Meanwhile, NXT's viewership last night last week, however, was not good either. They dropped to 655,000 years and finished 32nd in the TV cable range and drew a 0.14 in the 18 to 49 demographic 49 demographic, down from the weeks before in the same demo of 0.20. So there you go. Uh, I do have some other news to report, but I will save that until after I give you my raw range and prediction, raw thoughts, however, if you will. And let's see here i did see something else here ladies and gentlemen but uh i'm gonna hold off on that for right now it! <coughs> <Excuse me. coughs> sorry about that guys uh, but go. uh but uh let's see here i did have um <laughs> Uh, where where is I just saw a second ago how are, okay. Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh in terms of cable rating, how are, like I said, however, like I said, it drew last week referring to this is last week we're talking about zero point four eight tied with last week's dynamite down from zero point four nine the week before, but above the zero point four three of two weeks ago. It averaged zero point five four in the seven weeks before Labor Day. In the male 18-49 demo, it drew a 0.6 rating below AEW Dynamite's 0.67 rating, down from 0.6 and a half the week before, but above 0.5 from two weeks ago. It averaged 0.7 in the seven weeks before Labor Day. In the male 18-34 demo, it drew a 0.28 rating below AEW Dynamite's 0.38, just shy of 0.4 rating. A sharp drop from last week's 0.4 rating with Rains on the show, but in line with the 0.27 hour the week before that. It averaged close to 0.4 hour in the seven weeks before Labor Day. And uh, like I said, you already announced what was happening. And one final report Tessa Blanchard will make her return to wrestling after being a free agent for over a year. Fightful Select is reporting that she will participate in the relaunch of, women, of the women's wrestling. A press conference will take place tomorrow to announce the return of the company.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, and that was one of the stories I actually just found it, and uh, a lot of people were wondering about what what, what her next move was going to be, and apparently that's where it's going to be, that's where it's going to go to. So there you go. Uh, <coughs> thank you, uh, thank you very much, Eric thank you <coughs> excuse me man jd want that right now has got a little something going on wrong in the head mm-hmm. sorry about that no offense uh but <laughs> but uh i know here just in a couple moments here jd is going to have his his uh get his get his uh thoughts together here as far as what happened last night of course here on raw uh but before we get here from jd let's let's hear from uh Let's hear from Justin, because I know Justin probably has a couple of things here. and probably like to say about what happened last night on Raw. Um, Justin, anything that did stand out as far as what happened last night on Raw, in your opinion?
3: You know, the only thing that made me happy is um, Shayna Baszler, Dream Director of SmackDown. So, um, Charlotte, beware. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. Kiss that Robin's title, Goodbye. And when Shayna breaks your arm, karma will come back to fight you.
2: Did anyone see the end of the? Um, and it's a good thing you brought you brought up you brought that up, Justin. And I'll ask everybody this: after, of course, obviously Shayna Baszler uh, defeated Dana Brooke. Um, did any did anyone see the look that uh, that Piper Niven actually gave her when she came out there? That when. She, Niven came yeah, out there to that help. was stupid. That was a stupid look, if you ask me. Yes. No, no, she was giving her a look like like I could probably I could probably be bust you up. Yeah. I was, would uh, love to so. see. I would Oh, I would that, love mean, her. that mean that
3: mean that means Shana can Shayna is um not strong to beat beat Piper
2: Niven. I really think that uh you may see that here sometime soon. But no, no. Niven was giving her a look like, "Okay, you want some of this?" I always said Piper Niven potential, and putting her against someone with the caliber of Shayna Baszler. I'd love to see that. That's just me, but but I mean, all, all Piper Niven was coming out there to do was to help Dana Brooke, and so maybe there might be there might be some association possibly between. Hyper Niven and Dana Brooks sometime down the road. Who knows? Did y'all hear about well? I also read we'll hear about the undrafted free. Did you hear about some of them? Um I don't know name? if you all heard the the undrafted free agents that did that they did not officially announce. Yeah, I announced them already. Um no, uh, uh, no 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 I'm talking about undrafted. No, this these are ones that were not mentioned. Oh, on tv
4: like me a yim and them
2: well let me let me mention here to you and then you you will be surprised because i actually read this story here this was the last story i had but this was an updated list and also there's a story on for mania right now apparently their nbc is trying to find somebody to play uh the rock's grandfather in season two of young rock so I love to know. I love to know who they get to put, play him. That'd be interesting. Anyway, here are the names. Here are the names, okay? We all know Brock Lesnar. That was mentioned already, right? Okay. Bailey, Oscar, Elias, Eva Marie, Grand Medalik, Lince Dorado, Lacey Evans, Shane McMahon, Slapjack, Titus O'Neil, John Cena and Harry Smith, Davy Boy Smith's son. Undrafted free agents. I mean, so apparently these 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 folks are going to be able to go wherever they want, apparently. What about the what about the small clip that was played after apparently uh to have uh um, um, kept his word with Roman Reigns and got the Usos to stay on smackdown about after whoever that was that was interviewing them what was what what was uh what was that what what did y'all think about the fact that uh Uso is giving Heyman a look after they said that he knew that Heyman knows something about Brock Lesnar's free agent status. What do y'all think about that? Interesting. Yeah. Apparently like I said, Heyman knows apparently Heyman, Heyman apparently knows obviously that association with him and Brock is close. And Newberg believed, I think at some point down the road here, that somehow Heyman is going to be the one that probably is going to eventually probably that foundation of, of, of Roman Reigns has built up. <clears throat> He's going to try to start sucking up the Brock. and kind come of say, take me back, take oh. me back. So.
3: Well, baby
2: face. Well, of course. I mean, have y'all seen Brock's new look? I mean that—that is—that is a surprising look for a guy that size. Man, yeah. I mean, my,
3: my 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 little neat nephew has the same
2: hairstyle.
3: Yeah. yeah. You
0: can't pull shit bullshitter. There, and
2: that <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, I'm sure DD wants to get some stuff about raw off off of his chest. So let's go ahead and see what he has to uh, see what he has to say about that.
4: I'll let Justin go ahead.
2: Well, he already has.
4: Okay. All right. Well, let me just say, last night, night two of the draft, absolutely sucked. We only had one good match on the entire night, however, which was, of course, unfortunate. Of course, we saw what happened, How at the beginning of the show, when, of course, uh... Becky came out, however, if you will, however, with her, let's just say, new look, if you will. And then, of course, we had Charlotte the Twat, however, come out along with Bianca Belair. And, of course, <clears throat> excuse me, that last tour that was the main event. Actually, you know what? Instead of uh, continuing on with this, however, unfortunately, I hate to be the bear is I mean, I do want to continue with my thoughts are, but I've got to do stuff, unfortunately, in the morning, so... Let me, uh, well, you know what, what the hell, I'll just do my ring now, what the hell. All I can say is, like I said, was I surprised at some of the matches last night? No, not really. Usually, however, I mean, I go on a long, let's just say, let's just say anti-thing, but, uh, I don't know, I I don't have, I'm just, I'm not feeling it tonight for some reason. I don't know why, just something must come up, but I said, you know what, I'll do my, uh, thought, just, I'll get my raw thoughts in on uh, tomorrow sometime, so either tomorrow or Thursday, so I will be back until then. I want to get rolling here a little early, guys. I, oh, say, I like to say, but... I got
2: it's not like you're know. not feeling well.
1: So, so, yeah, I'm
4: just I uh, guess. Like it's... It's, it's nothing important, but it's nothing bad. It's just a little tired, that's all, but I will be back tomorrow or Thursday, so
2: Okay, all right, that's understood. Well, you did get some thoughts in, and that's okay, but you can bring some more in tomorrow. I'd love to hear some more double chats. So, okay, that's quite understandable. So, I'll right, take care of JD. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, take it easy, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the I, the uh, like I said, we do thank the Iceman Jared D. E. for, of course, for being here with us here tonight. Um, and and like I said, we'll hope to hear from him, hear from him a little bit more here tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring in this number one more time. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID zero uh, five pound. This is number 1050 of WCWS Revolution. This is, as I said, Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. It is 10.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. WSWUS, Chad Hinshaw, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross, and also the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you here tonight. Of course, we do thank uh, the Iceman, Jared D. Geramo, for joining us here. And he'll be back, of course, here tomorrow to finish up any more thoughts that he has on last last night's edition uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Speaking of which, let's go ahead, and I'll give everybody, of course... uh, Uh, Another rundown as to, of course, what will, how our, uh, about our, about, of course, our uh, lineup here for tomorrow, which, of course, and I do, and I do this, of course, just for the fun of it here, because I don't know, I'm sure John, John and Justin may have probably heard the opening before I played my, uh, before I played the opening music, but I'm gonna play it one more time for nostalgia purposes.
1: The
2: ladies, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen that may be an old wwf intro but of course uh i think it's, i think you can safely say we can might we can probably, we can probably start using that as a a record, as, uh, as as you heard what the announcer just said, a recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Of course, all obviously, I would change that to professional wrestling. But, hey, there you go. Anyway, of course, here, let's go ahead and give you, of course, our line us here tomorrow night. First off at 630, don't forget, 141387-pound. WCWS Outside the Ropes uh, at 630. As our of course, will be on to bring you, of course, the latest pop culture news and reviews, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. I will also bring you, of course, uh, our lineup here of uh, pop culture, history, and birthdays here for tomorrow. Plus, also, to get you prepared for 1051 of Revolution tomorrow night, I will bring you some new bits, courtesy, once again, of our friends at 411 Mania. Be sure to listen, of course, uh, tomorrow evening at 630. For, of course, our next edition of WCWS Outside the Ropes. Speaking of 1051 the Revolution, we'll have that, of course, tomorrow night as well. One three eight zero five five pound news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we will talk about, of course, the results of ten, our thoughts and opinions about tonight's edition of NXT 2.0. We will also try to get you as so far as AEW Dynamite, of course, here is concerned. And as, as you heard J.D. mentioned a moment ago, we'll probably hear some more thoughts about what he thought about, of course, any more thoughts he had about last night's additional Raw. Also, of course, we'll probably get his thoughts about NXT and possibly AEW as well. So be sure to, of course, like I said, listen in on episode 1051 of WCW US Revolution. Coming up at 9 o'clock, of course, 138055-POUND. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, while we have a few moments, let's go ahead here and, of course, check in with, of course, our our um, our AWS Trivia Championship Extravaganza, of course, being, that's currently posted on, of course, uh, WCWS Dynasty. Of course, there's still plenty of time to vote for these matches or who you think should win these championship belts. You can go to Facebook.com forward slash groups. Forward slash uh, w uh, forward slash dynasty forever to of course uh, check out the matches and we hope to of course like I said uh, we hope to of course like I said uh, <clears throat> uh, like I said um, hopefully you'll get an opportunity to of course like I said post your votes in. To see who will go home with one of the one of the AWS belts that we have currently up and uh, up and going, of course, right now. Uh, let's go ahead here. Let's see. First off, here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Let's see. Okay. Let's see. if We're going to try to get all of them up here for you so that way we can, of course, do this in the proper order as we always do. Okay, uh, first off here, let's see here. Uh, yes, currently right now the AEW US Road Ranger Championship, of course, Richard Selvey defending the title against the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Currently, as of right now, Justin is leading uh, Richard right now with a four to two vote right now, as of this moment. Uh, the AEW okay. Championship. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, Kevin O'Sullivan, and Justin Carter are, of course, competing in a triple threat match for this. JD is currently leading this right now with six votes. Kevin O'Sullivan has two votes, and Justin Carter has yet to receive any votes at all. The AWUS FTW title, JD is defending this belt against the black woman Michelle Lynn Dodds. Currently, right now, JD is leading Michelle four votes to two. The AWS Super Championship, JD defending this belt against John. Currently, right now, John has six votes. JD only has one vote. The AWS world title match, John defending against Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. John has five votes. Bobby has has Bob has still received has yet to receive any votes, of course, at and just in case if anyone does not know who this man is, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, I will go and point that this this gentleman is, in fact, a friend of mine. He does live down here in North Carolina, not too far away from me. So, like I said, just to give you any insight, just in case if anyone does not know who this is, I'm just emphasizing as to emphasizing to letting you know, of course, who, is, who, who it, exactly that is. The A-Dark Championship, Michelle currently defending against Byron J. Brain. Michelle is leading Byron right now, three votes to one. The AWS Dynamite Championship, John is defending against Robbie Thomas. John is currently leading right now, five votes to one. The AWS Full Gear Championship, Mr. Hulkamania defending against Jody Valentine. Jody currently has three votes. Mr. Hulkamania currently does not have any votes at all. The AEW American Nightmare Championship, Danny from Oak Park, defending against the Ace of Space, Jordan Stuckless. Jordan is currently leading Danny right now, three votes to nothing. The AWS Crossroads Championship, Michelle is defending against JD. Currently right now, JD is leading Michelle right now, two to one. And the two extra matches here, the AWS Red Dragon Championship, John defending against Justin Lewis Fleming. John. is currently now with that two votes to to nothing so justin i would highly recommend possibly pushing to try to get you some votes here bud because john okay uh, so just to give you heads up there and also of course the other match here the aws first dance championship justin carter defending against of course jd jd is currently leading justin carter right now three votes to one also, of course, they have his Blood and Guts Championship. John is defending against Alayla Peters. John is leading Alyla right now, six votes to two. So like I said, just keep in mind about all the matches that are currently going on here right now. And there's still plenty of time to vote. You have between now and right before episode 1052 of, of Revolution this Friday night to of course cast your votes and if you have not done so already. Just go to WCWS Dynasty, as we said, Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash groups for dynasty forever to cast your votes for these matches. <clears throat> Once again, ladies and gentlemen, five six two zero four 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 Caller ID one, three, eight, zero five, five pound. This is episode number 1050, 50 of WCWS revolution. Of course, this is Tuesday, October 5th, 2021, it is exactly 10.15 p.m. standard time. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here alongside, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And also, of course, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here with you. John did make one statement about, of course, concerning his blood and guts title match against Alayla. He says this is, of course, revenge for what Alayla did when she ended his undefeated reign. As the GSWI light heavyweight champion. So apparently, like I said, this is possibly a little payback for John. So, so, <coughs> so, like I said, I mean, what better way to, of course, like I said, then, of course, obviously, <coughs> then, obviously, of course, uh, then, of course, having, of course, another match here, of course, here in D. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you probably have not noticed that we have not set up a, we are still working on, of course, obviously getting up uh, um, um, several matches, a couple more matches up here, of course, very soon, which I'm going to post here possibly next week. But what we what we plan on doing here is, is that <clears throat> what we're going to work on here is, is that we are going to make two Fatal 4-Wave matches Next week, everybody can vote on. Now these are once again going to be brand new AEWs belts, but the way we're going to do it here, instead of waiting until the next pay per view, we are just simply just going to go on ahead. And of course, uh, I'm working on. Of course, uh, both of these matches. One of them will be the brand new AEWs World Tag Team Champions, and of course, the second fatal four way match. We'll be of course all will be of course having to do with of course all of our female members of course WCW WCW US, US members are of course uh, permitted to of course take part in this but of course <laughs> we're going to do a fatal four-way match of course for the uh, G, for the new AEW US, uh women's championship as well. So, like I said, I'll be working on that match here, and I will handpick, of course, four teams to, to compete for the tag team titles. And I will also, of course, I will choose four members here, of course, female members to compete for the new AWS Women's Championship. Those two matches I will definitely be working on and be posting and probably starting as early as possibly this Saturday. So, like I said, that way we'll have plenty of time to, of course, get your votes in on, on all that. Uh, but I might have some ideas as to who I'm going to place in it. But for the time being, like I said, I am still working on it. I'll let you know when we have those matches up and going. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, while we're also, while we're, of course, also, like I said, uh, um, what I will do now, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as I will. I will. Uh, provide everyone here with uh, tonight's uh, tonight's uh, results for uh, NXT. Kevin Burge from Bleacher Report currently, of course, has this. Uh, has has this um, has your result from tonight's edition of NXT? Let's go ahead and read what they have posted, courtesy of, of, like said, of Bleacher Report. Um, the October 5th edition of WWE NXT 2.0 was built around a promise of presenting the newest stars of the brand in big moments. MSK, one of the best, and they found it in challenges from past rivals and future talent in a fatal four-way for the NXT Tag Team titles. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, as well as the, the Grizzled Yundrins and the team of Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams had their eyes on the gold. Mandy Rose did an impact last week have Raquel Gonzalez, but she still had to earn a title shot. Amber Moon challenged her to, to open NXT 2.0, ready to take down the arrogant leader of toxic attraction. Odyssey Jones has found himself at opposing one of the top stars in NXT, LA Knight. The million-dollar megastar had plans to embarrass the big man but he was running into a motivated mountain of a man. Uh, After causing quite the controversy, Joe Gacy stood to the ring against Meanwhile, Cora Jade made her NXT 2.0 debut. The show did not have a massive card on the surface, but it had a chance to establish some fresh stars and potentially even lead to a major title change. First match here we'll talk about is Ember Moon versus Mandy, taking on Mandy Rose with both members of Toxic Attraction in her corner. Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane got involved early, distracting Ember Moon, lot of Mandy Rose in the action. However, God's Greatest Creation let her stay in the action too long, allowing the War Goddess to fire back with a diving double knee facebreaker to set up Moon for the Eclipse. But Rose ducked out of the way and landed a bicycle knee for the win. The result, sadly, Mandy Rose defeated Ember Moon by pinfall. This received a B, a B grade. The analysis from Bleacher Report: This was a fine opener that at least got some decent time by NXT 2.0 standards. The yeah, back and forth selling that Moon could very well take down Rose. However, in the midst of a slump, the War Goddess rolled right into a bicycle knee. The goal was to start giving the leader of Toxic Attraction a win that no one could ignore. This was the important win that should make Rose look more like a legitimate threat to Raquel Gonzalez. The NXT Women's Champion has plenty of interesting challengers. It is important for NXT to at least sell, sell that. That it takes more than attacking Gonzalez to earn a shot at the title. Next matchup here, LA Knight taking on Odyssey Jones. Legado Del Fantasma called out Hit Row after their surprising drafting to SmackDown. Santos Escobar challenged Isaiah Swerve Swerve Scott to put the NXT North American title on the line. Swerve accepted his challenge. LA Knight grounded Odyssey Jones early by attacking his knee, but even on his back, the big man was able to throw the million-dollar megastar off of him. When it tried to get Jones, he found himself planted on the mat by the sheer weight of the big man, Andre Chase. Arrived at Taunt Jones, distracted him for a jumping net breaker. The big man got his foot under the bomb rope on the pin, but Chase knocked it back into the ring and allowed Knight to get the three count. The result, unfortunately, L.A. Knight defeated Odyssey Jones by pinfall. This received a C-plus grade. The analysis was, this was not bad, uh, but a little disjointed. Jones has a has body type that wrestlers have to adapt their style to work with him. Knight did what he could here, but Jones was on his back too often to make this interesting, the million-dollar mega star should still be a priority for NXT as long as he works the brand. While Jones is very talented, this was the right result that can make it clear that NXT 2.0 is not ignoring the veterans. Our next matchup here, our next, our next moment, Tommaso Ciampa gladly accepts Braun's challenge for Halloween Havoc. Cameron Grimes wanted to find the woman of his dreams with all the love in the air for NXT 2.0. Pete Dunne mocked the technical savage and challenged him to a match. Von Wagner explained to Kyle Riley why he protected him, showing his respect. Tommaso Ciampa challenged anybody to come out and step up to him. Braun Breaker, of course, as we all know, the son of Rick Steiner, arrived and not meant word. Won an NXT championship match at NXT Halloween Havoc. Ciampa officially accepted this received a b grade analysis here champa absolutely delivered here to elevate a predictable segment he made it clear that his dynamic with breaker was a grizzled veteran against an entitled rookie it feels likely that breaker will defeat the black cart given how much is behind them but it's hard not to root for chiampa in this equation nxt 2.0 has a tendency of throwing in a battle or two between each match It seems to be about getting as many wrestlers on the show as possible. Grimes versus Dunn was soppily set up, and Wagner is an awkward promo. These segments segments make NXT 2.0 feel all the more like developmental. Our next matchup here was Eichmann Jiro taking on Joe Gacy. Eitman Jiro never got a good handle on his enlightened opponent, who put this away quickly with a handspring clothesline. Mr. Oh. glared down at Gacy from the crowd. Backstage, Gacy confronted Tommaso Ciampa and asked for his own title shot. Ciampa agreed to wrestle him next week and would add the enlightened superstar to the Halloween Havoc match if he won. Uh, Joe, the result here, Joe Gacy defeated Ike Jiro by pinfall. This received a C grade. The analysis was this was a fine squash match to start finally building up Gacy. He has certainly found his way in the ring to make the character work, even if the gimmick feels poorly conceived. He is a talented athlete that will likely shine no matter what is he is given with time. It is a shame that Jiro continues to lose. He is certainly not a star built to be dominant, but he could at least pick up the occasional win to make him feel relevant. He has such a unique gimmick that is being wasted on chopper booking. Of course, obviously, you can probably blame Vince McMahon for that. Uh, our next encounter here, Frankie Monet uh, with Robert Turner took on Cora Jade with Trey Baxter in her corner. Duke Hudson explained how he treated wrestling in, in the ring by gambling, showing off his poker skills. Cora Jade showed off her skateboarding skills in a promo ahead of her NXT 2.0 debut. She was supposed to face Virginia Ferry, but an aggravated Frankie Monet laid out Ferry and took her spot. While I'm Aloka dominated the action. But as she prepared for her glam, she through into a bowl up for the victory. The result was, Corey Jade defeated Frankie Monet by pinfall. This received a B grade. The analysis was, but well, this wasn't much of a match. It was a big moment for Jade. She has been stuck in the background since she arrived in NXT. But it looks like she finally has her gimmick and angle to shine. She and Baxter can elevate one another. Monet needs, needs more wins than she has that has gotten. While the moment was cool for Jade to shoot a rematch where Lovica can get her win back, she has just lost too many matches to start her NXT run. Our next matchup here, Pete Dunne with Rich Holland in his corner took on Cameron Grimes. The Bruiserweight targeted the left arm of the technical savage early. A bridging German suplex got Grimes back in the right clearly hurt from the physical attack. Rich Holland tried the cheap shot dr- Grimes, but Kyle O'Reilly jumped into the fight. O'Reilly over the announce table, then Dunn put the match away with a bitter end. O'Reilly stuck afterward and got laid out for his trouble by Dunn and Holland. Von Wagner helped walk Kyle Riley backstage where he would tell him they were facing Dunn and Holland next week. The result was Pete Dunn defeated Cameron Grimes by pinfall. This received a C-plus grade, excuse me, the analysis is Dunn versus Grimes should have gotten a lot more time. This felt right. However, this has been par for the course with NXT 2.0. Even the established talent gets less time than they, than they, than they used to so that more people can appear on every episode. It seems NXT will use these final weeks before the WWE draft results go into effect to end NXT stories. Kyle Riley and Von Wagner versus Dunn and Holland should be a good match to end this rivalry next week. While Bennett built an interesting alliance between Kyle O'Reilly and Wagner. This matchup here: Tony D'Angelo versus Malik Blade. Tony D'Angelo was too much for Malik Blade, knocking him around and grappling him to the mat. The crowd was behind the Chicago native as he knocked down his opponent with a vicious right hand. Blade finally got into the action with a drop kick that sent D'Angelo outside. Blade connected with a cor- on a corner clothesline and a diving cross body, but the Chicago native suckered him in, planted him face first on their buckle, and light suplex into a spinning net breaker for the victory. The result was D'Angelo defeated Blade by a Pinfall. This received a D plus grade. <clears throat> uh, his this went long especially for NXT 2.0 d'Angelo has an amateur wrestling background that translated well into the, the ring and he was over with the crowd perhaps ironically however the matches have been much more pro native alone blade got in some generic cruiserweight spots however that was about that was about it at some point he may be able to do more but this was not his spot to shine he just slowed the action down. Uh next matchup here, May Ying had who had Boa in her corner, took on Indy Hartwell, who had Persia Parody. and her Persia Parody tar- talked with Indy Hartwell about her honeymoon before they ran into a weird smoke show from Tian Shea. Joe Gacy talked about showing the world that everyone can win in the ring. They set up for May Ying to challenge Hartwell. The power of Tian Shay did not leave her feet as she wore down the newly married woman. The legendary Chinese figure choked out Hartwell until the two fell outside. Perota distracted Ying and Hartwell sent her hard into the steel post. Back in the he hit an elbow, elbow drop for the win. The result was Hartwell defeated Ying by pinfall. This received a D grade. The analysis was this was bad. Uh, Tian Shay had one thing left, the mysterious dominance of Ying. That was lost with this result. Uh, of course, Ziya Lee is on SmackDown, and Ying and Boa are struggling for a shred of relevance that could have meant so much more. Hartwell is clearly a priority of the uh, 2.0. She is young, and her stone is only growing after marrying Dexter Loomis. However, there were plenty of reasons she should have lost here, and even more for why this should not have been booked. This all came off as NXT 2.0, spinning in the face of a gimmick, the NXT established, but could we cannot fully really execute before the evolution. Of course, obviously, you can pop once again, you can blame Vince McMahon for that as well. Our next moment here, we're with Raquel Gonzalez back up uh the toxic attraction. Malcolm Bivens put over each member of the Diamond Mine. He sold H- Hodgman's Championship pedigree, Ivy Nile Strength, Julius and Bruce priest dominance and Roderick Strong's importance as the leader. Raquel Gonzalez marched to the ring and called out Mandy Rose. Toxic attraction arrived and mocked the NXT Women's Champion. The trio surrounded the ring only for Io Shirai and Zoe Stark to arrive and even the odds. Rose ordered Nolan and J.C. Jane to stand down for the moment. Backstage, Gonzalez told Shirai and started that she did not need the help before she was interrupted by Indy Hartwell and Persia Parodi, who wanted a shot at the tag team titles. This received a C-plus grade. Analysis is, while this segment felt unnecessary to execute on the same episode as Rose's big win over Amber Moon, it was a fine continuation of the key robberies in the women's division. spoke with fire to establish what the NXT Women's Championship means to her, showed absolutely no fear in the wake of overwhelming odds, but also needed help to not get taken out again. Stark and Shirai defeated Toxic Attraction already, but the stable still stands as the strongest team to take the titles off of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. And the last match, obviously, of course, NXT Tag Team Elimination Match, MSK defending against Benson, also the Grizzly Young Veterans, and also Carmelo and Trick. Wesley and Nash Carter gladly accepted their new challenge, the Grizzle Young veterans complained about the stipulation. It was decided that it should be elimination instead, so there was no doubt on the best team. Josh Briggs and Brooks, Brooks Jensen dominated the action early, throwing wrestlers into the ring just to beat them up more. Wesley got a blind tag into the match and took down Trick Williams with a spine-buster, blockbuster combination for the first elimination. SK went to war with the Grizzly Young veterans. Nash Carter countered James Drake's best offense, laid him out. Zach Gibson saved his partner and hit Carter with Ticket to Mayhem, but Carter was not the legal man. Briggs and Jensen hit a double powerbomb on Gibson to eliminate the grizzly young veterans. With Carter hurt, Lee was left fighting alone. Briggs <clears throat> Briggs and Jensen nearly took the win off a double powerbomb, but Carter made the save. Lee then rolled the power bomb into a pin for three. Briggs and Jensen shook hands with the champions afterwards, but Imperium struck and laid out MSK. The result, MSK defeated Briggs and Jensen, the Grizzly Young Veterans, and also Carmelo and Trick by pinfall to hold on to the NXT tag team titles. This received an A grade. The analysis is this was easily the best part of the show, unsurprisingly, with plenty of time to compete, the tag teams delivered. Particularly, this was MSK's show, but Briggs and Jensen got the show more than they have to date. Hayes and Williams should have been used more than they were, but one of these teams was always going to be disrespected. The crowd wanted more of mellow, putting a damper on the, on a match that was otherwise a, a, a successful showcase of the division. Imperium struck at the end, still showcased as the most dangerous challengers to MSK. It should be interesting to see what happens in round two of MSK versus Imperium now that they are fighting in NXT 2.0. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there, you ha- so like I said, there you have it, right there, folks. Uh, as far as, like I said, um, the over the overlining results here um, for uh, um, the over, the overlining results here, of course, here for uh, NXT 2.0, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I did happen to notice here while we were, of course, reading this. That the human suplex machine John Gross has now also left us here for the night, so we do thank you for coming on here, of course, here as well. Uh, we will, of course, like I said, hopefully hear from him, of course, tomorrow night on episode number one thousand fifty one, of course, here of Revolution. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, one more time, 1-605-562-0444. Call our one three eight zero five five pound ten thirty five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, episode 1050 of Revolution. Mr. WCW US, Chad Henshaw, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you. Uh, Justin appears to have probably stepped away for just a brief moment. Um, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably probably going to go powder his nose. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, but we hope to, of course, hear from him of course, back here. Uh, as we've kind of pretty much, kind of like I said, talked about a little bit um, as we pretty much kind of, like I said, talked about um, a lot of stuff already.
1: <coughs> uh,
2: and, and like I said, we definitely want to try to before we close out tonight's show. We want to, of course, try to get Justin's take on uh, of course the uh, second volley of the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here so we hope to of course have justin back on here within the next couple of moments here uh I think we I think we might have him back now here, okay <clears throat> okay so uh, let's go ahead and bring him back on here as uh, as I will go and point out here to hey. Justin, we're going okay. Uh, Justin ahead here just just give you a heads up here. Uh, I think John is now also officially that's left, left for the night. so what we're going to go ahead and do is like I said, before we close out a little bit early here this evening, we're going to of course let you go ahead and get your uh, get your of course report on other wrestling and pop culture history and in for today, October the fifth. So you go ahead and go ahead and proceed with that here and uh, go ahead and that be here before we of course leave for the evening. So please go on right ahead. Yeah,
3: yeah, uh, yeah. I got um, something to close close the show out with tonight.
1: You know why you're not a horse's ass. Cause you're
2: bullshit. <laughs> that Fair no no offense. I was just playing that to have some fun. So, no, please, so please, please please go ahead and uh and proceed with um, please proceed with your um uh your report here to close out the show for the night. <laughs>
3: Uh, okay, um, um, uh, um, today is a happy 27th birthday to Kenny Marsquez. Very normal, his renamed Jake Atlas. I know John mentioned that, didn't he? No, he didn't mention Jake Atlas. Okay, today's a happy 30th birthday to the German, retired German professional wrestler. Christian Spett, better known as Ringing Freddie Stall. Happy thirty-fourth birthday to Canadian wrestler Evan Adams. Happy thirty-fifth birthday to Michael Paris, better known as Ringing Wilder. Happy um thirty-seventh birthday, to Corey Havoc. Happy 46th birth 46th birthday to Shogo Takagi.
1: Is it <sighs> mm.
3: today's happy 51st birthday to um Japanese mixed martial artist and pro wrestler Hiroshima Mitsu Karahara? I know it's Terry Run, uh Terry Run's birthday today. John mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he mentioned her. Yes. Today is a happy seventies. Today's a happy seventy fourth birthday to Jose Luis Sparas Fernandez. Remember, he's renamed El Faran. Today's today would have been a happy eighty fifth birthday to Black Gorman. Long before JBL was doing the anti-immigrant angle in his feud with the late Eddie Guerrero and long before Eddie and his tag team, tag partner Art Barr were riots among wrestling, wrestling American, wrestling's Mexican fans in the early 90s. Black Gorman had became a genius in January heat for Mexican wrestling fans in the Southwest and in, in Southern California. And he wasn't alone, along with the longtime partner, the great Goliath, who would make a point to claim to be from New Mexico rather than Mexico. He became part of the '70s tag team that was greatly successful in both raising the ire of fans and winning multiple tag team titles in various promotions. He was born Victor Manuel Barreras Barragarras on October fifth, nineteen thirty-six, in Mexico. As a youth, Black Gorman spent his some of his time as a vendor in the wrestling. Or, in Mexico of Mexico <clears throat> little did he know he would become eventually be day working in those, these those same areas as a prominent luchador, prom, 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 debuting in the 19, early 60s as Victor Mendoza he would wrestle under different identities before setting on um, black warming he would soon find success after defeating Pantera Negra for the Mexican National heavyweight title on September 6, 1966. Gorman mm-hmm. had gained enough attention for success in the ring to have been given an acting part Part absolutely great right, legends El Santo in the movie El Tesoro de Dracula, which was released in 1969. And Chad, he was a really good wrestler. He was um, black woman is in our minds and he always will have a home and uh, today would have been a happy 93rd birthday to Benny matter um, wrestling legend legend of the co-founders of Maddie, Maddie Hills County in Sisterdale, Texas Benny lived an adventurous life and Passed away in 1988 his story is told in, in his latest book Greatest Louisville Show." Louisville's Greatest show the story of an athletic club I'm sure you heard of him sure heard of him have you, have you I'm um, Chad That name it does ring a bell. Yes Okay, let's go some wrestling today's wrestling history Fifty years ago today, in Moorling, Illinois, at the Wharton Fieldhouse, promoted by AWA American Wrestling Association, Bill Robinson beat Blackjack Lanza, AWA Tag Team Champions The Crusher and Brad Bastion beat Nick Botwinkle and Ray Stevens. Larry Axe Hand beat Don Morocco. Dennis Staff beat um, Jack Bentz, 50 years ago today on the match card in Georgia Championship Wrestling, Daryl Cochran and Jer- Jerry Oates and Bill White and Joe Turco. Mr. X versus Kool Klein Women's World Title, The Fabulous Muda versus Ricky Williams for the title. Southern Southeastern Tag Team Match, Bob Armstrong and El Mongo versus the Assassins. And... Mula has been billed as world World's women's championship, world women's world champion since she went versus Judy Grable on April 18, 1956, in Baltimore, Maryland. Assassin is billed as Southern Tag Team Champion since May 11, 1971. Fifty years ago today, in world um, world class championship wrestling, world class championship wrestling, Johnny Valentine versus Jose Leverio, Nick Kuzak, Sabu Singh, and Bob Burns versus Toru Tanaka, Thunderbolt Patterson, Bully Wolf, Bronco Lubich, and George Hoots, Holtz. Wahoo McDaniel versus Spoiler, Jose Laferre versus Toru Tanaka, Betty Wolf versus Bob Burns, Sabah Singh versus George Holtz. 40 years ago today in World Class Championship Wrestling, Chan Chung beat Walter Johnson, Frank Dussek beat Jude, Jesse Leon, Almer Meldrill beat Bill Irwin, reverse decision. Terry Orner drew Armand Hussein. Kabuki beat Jose Lothario. Kerry Viner beat Killer Brooks um, COR. 30 years ago today, John B bad defeated Kenny Ken on WCW Pro. 30 years ago today, John B. Bad defeated Keith Hart. We know is Bret Hart's brother. And Cactus Jet defeated Bobby Eaton on WCW Worldwide. Thirty years ago today, on WWF Superstars, host the host star Vince McMahon, Roddy Roddy Rod, 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 Piper, and Randy Savage returning the commentary. God rest Piper and Savage. Piper addresses Ric Flair and says why Flair might be front front page news today, but when he gets him in the ring, Flair will be the obituary section. Then on the show Funeral Power with Sid, guest star Justice Sid comes out and says he smells the rotten stench of Jake Roberts. Sid calls Jake a lowlife and a symbol of the devil maybe even the devil himself but at all but in the at the end everyone will say justice will be served and that Jake will go well, Jake went home to hell sid leaves as savage loves what sid has said the lines were a bit corny but sid was able to pull it off just 2 days after this show aired sid ended up injuring his bicep at a house show in orlando against jake and ended up missing the rest of the year replace Savage against Jake on the on house shows, and Ricky Steamboat defeated Dragon Steamboat defeat Mike Durham. 30 years ago today, the WWF slash WW World Tour took place at Apollo St. Jordi in Barcelona, Spain. The Rockers defeated Rockers Mari Gennetti and Shawn Michaels defeated Power and Glory Paul um, Hercules and Paul Roma. And Big the Bounty with Jimmy Hart defeated Big Ball, the, the, the Bossman by Countout. Roddy Piper defeated the Barbarian. The British schools All Day for for Andre Giant defeated Earthquake. The Legion of Doom defeated the Nasty Boys to retain the WWE Tag Team Championship. Ric Flair defeated the Texas Tornado carry Von Eric. El Matador defeated The Undertaker with Paul Bearer, the one was Tito Santana. 30 years ago today in Long Island, New York, Nassau Coliseum, 8, 805,000 were in attendance. Ricky the Dragon Oak Skinner. IRS Erwin R. Scheister pinned Jim D'Ambo by using the ropes for leverage. The Beverly Brothers defeated the Bushwhackers when Blake pinned Butch. The Berserker pinned Greg Valentine. Sid defeated Jake Roberts via disqualification when Roberts brought his snake into the ring. Jimmy Superfly Snooker defeated Bob Bradley, Bob Bradley, sub for Pat Tanaka. Ted DiBiase defeated million-dollar champion Virgil Bott via Conant. Intercontinental Champion Bret Hart pinned the Warlord. 30 years ago today, the Enforcers defeated the Screaming Eagles to retain the WCW World Tag Team Championship on, WCW, on World Championship Wrestling, slash WCW 79 on TBS. Now, pop culture history. Yeah. Two years ago today, in American primetime TV history, ABC aired a made-for-TV film called *The Last Child*. A movie aired after *The Mob Squad*, which start, which Michael starred in and stars in this TV film. Let's see what else. See what else I'm trying to find Okay, 30, 40, um, 30, 40 years ago today, CBS aired a made for television film called Star with stars stars. Helen Hunt is called the Health stars. the stars. let the name sing this movie. The miracle of Kathy Miller and on ABC's Monday Night Football 40 years ago today, the Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons 16. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Falcons 16 to 13. And let's see, 30 years ago today, CBS aired a made-for-television film called Brotherhood of the Gun. And 20 years ago today, three, four films released in theaters nationwide. Training Day starring Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke, Serendipity starring Kate um, Beckinsale and John Cusack. Max Keeble's big move and Joy Wire starring the late Paul Walker, Steve Zahn, and Lily Sobieski. And 20 years ago today, the WB aired um three new TV, two three new sitcoms, Maybe It's Me, Reba, and Raising Dad. And uh let's see.
2: and that's it okay very much there justin of course ladies and gentlemen you can always check out justin's wrestling and pop culture uh, history and birthday reports every single day with the wrestling portion posted on posted on wcws fan empire facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wcws and also the pop culture version on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade Facebook.com slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. Uh, before I uh, end it for the evening, I think uh, Justin has something else he wanted to mention quickly. Yeah, I got some I got something to close the show out with tonight. Oh, well, okay. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, Justin is going to provide is going to surprise us with a uh, with um, uh with some with uh, with uh, with a closing thing for the night so we look we definitely will look forward to that <coughs> excuse me on that note ladies and gentlemen thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode one thousand and fifty of WCWS revolution of course mr WCWS and Hinshaw hereby thanks the iceman jardy geral mode a human Suplex machine john gross and the soul man justin lewis fleming for for joining us here of course this evening we did, of course, uh, highlight several key moments that took place on last night's edition of Raw. We did, of course, talk about WUS uh, uh, pole match extravaganza going on on WUS Dyson. And also, I did read some results here that took place from tonight's edition of NXT 2.0. <clears throat> also, like I said, John and Justin did provide us with their with with wrestling with with their wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. And, I, of course, I also provided with Wrestling News for 411 Mania. Uh, I'll <clears throat> be sure to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, tomorrow night, as we said, join us at 630 for US Outside the Ropes, 141387-pound, episode 1051 of WCWS Revolution. 138055 pound, of course, tomorrow, of course, part of the radio network. Be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, in addition to Entertainment Capital, and Empire, and also WSW US Dynasty. Be sure to check out of course, as well Sports Roundup, Location of Animation, uh, Game Show Alley, also, of course, the Movie Channel, also, of course, our tribute groups to, of course, Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Home Improvement, Night Rider, and the Power Rangers. Also Motor Week Retro Review Cars of the Past. <clears throat> NASCAR US High Octane History. Uh, Justin's favorite group, uh, a Affair. Uh, of course, uh, you don't come out smelling like a rose after you visit that group, but so take my word for it there. Uh, be sure to check out also, of course, women, women of WCW US, where we got some great ladies' matches, of course, posted on there. And also, ladies and gentlemen, our wrestling tribute groups include AWS, US, NXT US, NWA US. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me see here: ROH US, WCCW US, AWA US, and others. And also, the Video Vault, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot of great matches and promos posted already today. We've got several. We've got several, of course, matches and moments, of course, posted on there right now, even as we speak. So be sure to check out, of course, what we have. What we have, of course, uh, listed on there. What we have on there, of course, here today, and uh, and push, of course, your thoughts and opinions on everything that we've got posted there, including, of course, a match. Including, of course, uh, I believe uh, several several matches and moments I have highlighted. Um, we've talked about, of course, um, Unforgiven 2005. Of course, Carlito versus Ric Flair for the Intercontinental Title. Um, uh, also, I believe, I forget which Cyber Sunday it was, but there was, I just posted this today. It was a Cyber Sunday event in which Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels took, uh, took, it, uh, went one-on-one. Also, of course, uh, let me see, got some, uh, WWF moments. I think some from 1995, but also possibly some more from the mid nineties and all that. And some other, of course, unique moments There's as well, so be sure to check out all that we've got listed on there right now. But uh, anyway, Revolution episode 1050 is a broadcast on the WCWS radio network right here of course on TalkShoe.com where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be older it continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, be sure to continue to play it safe of course out there with the uh, situation, of course, here while when the pandemic is lingering around, please play it safe out there. Take every precaution that you feel that it is necessary. And, uh, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just use your own better judgment and not really listen to all well, everything that the government tells you to do, regardless of whatever they got mandated. So use your own and just do the best, do everything to the best of your ability, of course, here indeed. But please definitely, of course, stay safe out there. We've heard too many people have passed on as a result of this of this sad situation, and we want to, of course, uh, like I said, we want to try to get over this, of course, before it gets much, much worse. So, play it safe out there, folks, here. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, of course, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling culture, and everything in between. This is of course the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, to close out Revolution episode 1050 here tonight, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming has graciously offered, of course, a closing theme here for the night. Let's see what, of course, what he has to store for us. Justin, please go on right ahead.
3: Okay, for those of you that know that today is the 20th anniversary of the of the of the two thousand one Dirty Cop movie. Uh Training Day starring Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke. I'm gonna play the song called Number One by Nelly, which is the song from the movie soundtrack. So please stand by. Once I get the music in the audio, music in the audio feed set up. So stand, stand, please stand by. Have we right?
0: You better it watch who you, you're talking about. Running your mouth like you know me. You gon' fuck around and chill. Out of show, Get caught the show. me if I want no one, you can't hold me. Your last name was Haynes. Only when you heard me out, it's my name on your pants. No resident of France. But you swear I'm from Paris. 106 carats. Told them all that's purpose. Trying to get purpose. My chain to your chain. Sprint Sprinter, motor rolling. No service out of your range. Out of your brain. Thinking I'm going to shout out your name. you were blind it's time to ease off before i hit you from the blinds i taking your sleeves off as much as we've lost it hard to please, boss don't be it ain't left the dock. Come on, man, cause I'm high, he just man, cause he not. You ain't gotta give me my props, just give me the yachts, give me my rocks, and keep my fans coming in flocks. Till you top the Super Bowl, Get my own life. <laughs> I'm you on the mic, but I'm humble in real life. Taking nothing to brand, blessing everything on my life. Trying to see a new life at the top of the roof.
2: gentlemen thank you thank you very much there justin take care and god bless her folks this is wcws radio network have a good evening
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office